Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Dev Party. This is the mini-podcast where we develop film and talk to each other. I'm Eric, and over there is Vanya. Hello. Hello. And I, I guess we're both developing color today, aren't we? Yes, we are. I will be developing in C41, and you'll be developing in, guess what? ECN2. ECN2, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd mix up a new batch of ECN2 today, so this is some fresh stuff. Ooh. I dip into my own stash. You know I do. <laughs> so, um, do you want to get started? And then we can kind of talk about what we're doing. Yes. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Okay, I'm going to pour out the pre-soak. I do three minutes, you do three and a half. Yeah. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Give, give yourself a little... Oh, Head start since yours yours is a little longer than mine. One of the things I like about color is that the pre-wash water is usually really fun, but I'm developing some Fuji NP2800 today, and it is just kind of bland and ugly, so nothing good there. All right, I'm starting my three-minute timer, and I'm adding the developer. All right. I'm pouring mine out, and I got some really fun colors happening. You lucky, lucky, lucky lady. So I had teal on top and a navy blue on the bottom. Oh, sweet. Are you doing two rolls in there? Or is it just... I am. Are you? Okay. Okay. So... Mixing it up. What what are you developing? It's a roll of 220 Fujichrome that I'm cross-processing. Oh, okay. Um, I have developed... Uh, a batch of this in E6, and it came out okay, but I kind of feel like the highlights were like blown out, so i back to cross-processing it. Okay, that makes some sense. And then um, a roll of uh, Ektar 100, just a 120 roll of that that I shot in my pen packs as well. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So 220 is kind of a weird thing to shoot. Well, first, why don't we talk about what 220 is? Okay. What is 220? 220 is basically the same size as 120. Um, it's just double the size. So it's double long. the size. Yeah. yeah. So, so you get twice like, as many images. Exactly. So um, popular with wedding photographers. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Yes. And it's popular with you because you shoot in the water and getting out and all that is a pain in the ass. So the more film you have in your camera, the better. So yes. you were apparently shooting. Uh, why do you shoot the, the 220? What's up with that? So I decided that I wanted to get a medium format camera housed. And I thought about <laughs> which one I wanted. And the Pentax 645N was the one that I chose and there a lot of, you know, there's a lot of reasons why. Um, it's a little more compact. The backs are actually inserted in the camera, so it's a little bit smaller. It has uh, auto advance, so after you take a shot, you don't have to advance the film. And it has uh, auto focus lenses as well. So if I wanted to uh, change focusing, like it's just a lot of work in the water when you're swimming. Okay, so this makes a little bit of sense. You said you got a housing for it, and that's so you can do underwater photography and surf photography. Yes. Okay. And, like, for instance, I've heard people say, oh, like a Pentax, a Pentax 6.7 would be awesome, but 
with a Pentax 6.7, that's a 6x7 format. So you get 10 shots. That's yeah. it. Yeah. With 6.45, you get, what, like 15 or 16 shots on a 120 roll. Right. So double that. If you shoot 220, which is, they're all expired by now, you get 33 shots of medium okay. format. And that's fucking cool. That is. Yeah. That's a long time <laughs> to shoot in the water. That's a lot of photos. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so you're developing these now, so you must have just shot them recently. What were you doing? I'm asking uh, like well, I don't know. <laughs> I went to Mexico for four days. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that come about? And, I mean, it is, we are kind of in a pandemic here. So yeah. what, uh, what precautions did you take for all of that to happen? The, there's, you know, you are allowed to fly right now. Uh, I have an Alaska card, so I fly Alaska, and Alaska is actually really great about um, traveling with longboards. Okay. So I knew that um, they flew where I was going, and my friend asked me, like, hey, short trip, but everything's paid for, you just have to fly. You just oh, have to sweet. pay for your, like, ticket. Yeah. So it just kind of made sense for me <laughs> to just do it. Okay. Um, and, of course, I asked, like, okay, so, like, how, how does it work, and basically... There's um, a COVID testing uh, facility at the airport, and you have to get tested before flying uh, back into the United States. Okay, so you get tested in Mexico. Yep. Okay. So I uh, we ended up getting tested the day before our flight, so we didn't have to like stress about it, and we just sure. knew that everything was good. I got my test back; it was negative, and I just showed them that to fly home, and that was it. Okay. So, you flew to Mexico to shoot surfers and to surf. Yes. You brought you brought yes. a couple of longboards yourself. So, what was your what was your first day like? Uh, it was wonderful. <laughs> it was wonderful because uh, I don't. I'm not like a huge like fan of flying. Um, it's always, of course, like stressful with. Um, you know, getting everything packed and then going through security. And then, of course, like if you're a film photographer, traveling through the airport with film can be a pain in the ass. So this time around, um, I had nothing over 800 uh, speed. And I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to, like, let it run through the x-ray machines. Okay. Um, it wasn't the new CT, like, scanner one. Oh, right. It was right. just the plain old regular one. So I just was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to use this as a test. Um, I've developed a few rolls so far, and everything looks fairly good, so okay. I don't see any, like, radiation issues. Nice. Um, I mean, I probably should just have them hand check it, but just sometimes I, you know, you're in a rush, and there's, like, people all over the place, and you're trying to get through security, and I just, I didn't want to pull a bag out. I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to, like, let it go. Sure. Just forget it. So you hit the water. You, you, you got under the ground, and you hit the water immediately. Basically. I mean, yeah. we, so, of course, <laughs> like, got to the place and we had to wax our boards really quick because it's, you know, warm water, so tropical. So um, I peeled off all the cold water wax and put, you know, a fresh coat on and, yeah, jumped in the water for an evening surf. It was great. Okay. Did you shoot then or did you wait for tomorrow? Kind of getting your feel of the land or of the water, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I kind of just decided that I was going to um, not shoot the first day and go at it the next day and what I decided I was going to do was kind of surf uh, first light in the morning when it was oh, a little okay. too dark 
Yeah. And then once everybody started coming out and the light got better, I would go grab my camera and and go back out and shoot. And that's what you did? Yes. How'd that work out? Uh, pretty good. I started a little longer than I probably should have. Okay. <laughs> and I, I definitely uh, missed the more... I was surfing during like a really beautiful, like warm uh, light. Okay. Uh but it wasn't, like, this wasn't for a job or anything. This was just because I wanted to, like, uh, document this sure, trip. Yeah. So um, it was kind of just like, it, you know, there's no pressure as far as, like, what I was shooting and who I was shooting. It was just, I was shooting just because sure. I wanted to. So when you're, when you're, when you're out there shooting, okay, you, you grab your camera and you go out. You have fins on? And like, yes. how do you, do you swim out there with this big water-housed <laughs> camera? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so I, I actually, um, I brought, this is kind of amazing. I only brought two cameras with me. So that's like a huge deal. Um, usually I have like, I can't decide and I bring like five or six cameras every time I go anywhere. But I decided to bring one backpack because it's four days. And so I fit my Nikonos 3 in my, in my like, tote bag and then I had the Pentax and the housing inside my backpack with like two dresses and like four bathing suits that's all I brought it was kind of amazing I mean my toothbrush of course you know obviously but of course yeah. of course <laughs> so um if I was shooting with the Nikono sometimes I would just surf um I would just paddle out there on my board and just have it like strapped to my back uh, but if I was shooting with the Pentax, I would I brought swim fins in my board bag and would swim out there with the Pentax. And I actually ended up, uh, because I'm a psychopath, uh, I brought out the last two days the Pentax water housing and the Nikonos. <laughs> I swam with the Nikonos kind of strapped to my back and I had the Pentax also like holding on to that while I was swimming. <laughs> So, so, so when you're out there swimming with the Pentax in the water house and this gigantic camera yes. apparatus, what are you looking for in a shot? This place in particular, I was really excited to shoot because it was a point break. Okay. So basically the wave breaks like at a point and it follows through. It basically like breaks in the same spot every time. It's kind of like what depending on the swell it's like perfect okay so it doesn't ever break like in random areas it's always going to break basically in the same spot so you know so, where the action is going to happen exactly so that makes it a lot of fun because then you can kind of position yourself in a certain way and kind of take your time you don't have to really duck too much under waves um because it's not all over the place it's uh so that kind of opens up um the door to kind of thinking about what kind of shots I wanted to get a little bit more. Um, and I don't know, I just, I, I wanted to get like a little bit of uh, some new perspectives. Okay. Um, and so far from what I've developed, uh, I feel like I've been doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited, I can't wait to share. <laughs> so when we say your camera is in a water housing, that's that's a pretty not it's not a permanent thing, right? Yeah, no, you can take it out. Okay. 
Yeah, so actually the roles I'm developing, one is from inside the water housing, and then one is when I went for a walk on like the hottest part of the day. Oh, and you <laughs> just took the camera out of the housing and treated it like a normal Pentex 645. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the reason you use the 220 film then is what? Uh, for just more exposures, honestly, because it is kind of an ordeal to get it inside the housing. Um, you have to make sure that it's clean. Uh, there's no sand anywhere because any kind of, oh, there's my timer. Any kind of specks of sand, uh, can make the seals not completely watertight and water can get in. So you have to make sure that everything is nice and clean. Um... And uh, when you are done shooting with it, like I, I soak my camera in fresh water. You soak the housing in fresh water. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So to get any kind of salt residue, and you have to move kind of all the knobs around because salt, salt will corrode shit. Like it just will. I mean, sure. Leave something out, and like if you dip something in salt water and just let it dry, it's gonna have a bunch of you know crap all over it. So you have to really careful and make sure that you're taking care of it so um to put a roll of film in and then decide i'm going to shoot another roll you have to get the camera out soak it um dry it take the camera out (laughs) um and then take the film out and then get more film and set you know your iso again and set the camera and and then um, make sure all the seals are clean. And by that time, I don't know. I mean, it just it's just a lot of work. So it, it is a lot of I work. T- yeah, when I take it out, it's its usually like, okay, I have 33 shots that I'm going to be shooting. And then that's it for this time. I, so I might shoot in the afternoon, but... Um, for for just one for, session, like one roll a session. Yes, basically. Okay. Yeah. So it makes you... I, I mean, it makes you pick and choose your shots. You for years you shot with various Nikonos cameras, thirty-five millimeter water cameras. Mm-hmm. What made you want to jump up to the to the to the medium format? I mean, I I just wanted to be able to have a little bit more um, more negative to work with, I guess. Okay. I wanted to do something different, and um, the guy who made it. He lives in Australia. And of course, like people message me all the time because they want to know like how much it was or whatever. Um, it was totally worth the money. Um, this guy's been like making water housings for like 30 years. So he is an old school like analog photographer anyway. So he knows okay. how, you know, what he knows how to make the housings. And I just felt like what a great opportunity to like have a little piece of history, you know? So oh, sure. has been like making something for a long time i get like super sentimental about shit and you know why not so why not um i i don't know i mean people spend more money on one of those stupid ass fucking cameras (laughs) sorry which stupid ass fucking camera are you talking about (laughs) the contacts little fucking camera you know what i'm talking about the contact with the the t2s or something like that yes yeah okay my housing was less than that, okay? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Like, I mean, I, but hey, you know what? You like what you like. And I like my housing, so there you go. There you go. <laughs> so is this, how many rolls do you have to, so how many rolls do you have to develop after this for your trip? Or is this uh, I it? I have a Veracolor roll of 220, which I was thinking about sending up to you. 
I'd do it. Um, I have a roll of Ektar 100 that I just shot around town. Okay. And a T-Max roll. Oh, cool. Uh, from the Nikonos. Interesting. And a okay. Portra 400 from the Nikonos, which might be the first and second day. Okay. So you've got quite a, quite a bit left. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but your pictures so far, you've been pretty happy with them? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've... I've I, uh... Still hate scanning. Mm, yeah. I'm not sure there's anybody I, out there who absolutely loves scanning. I don't like it. Also, I kind of feel like maybe something's wrong with my scanner. Um, I'm not sure. I seem mm. to have been having like a little bit of issues with it. I just don't, I just don't like scanning. If, <laughs> if I could yeah. pay someone to do it, I probably would. Well, you probably can. I'm just not sure it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know if it is. I'd rather buy more film, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of there with you there. Okay, so yeah. that's what's happening for me. Okay. Um, I'm watching my rolls, but I want to know about what you're doing over there because you've been awfully quiet. <laughs> well, I, I'm i I'm, uh, fixing now. So it's my last step before the final wash. Nice. And I've got about two minutes left on the fixer, so I will spend those two minutes telling you what I'm doing. Yay! I... I shot a roll of Fuji NP2-800. I don't know what that is. Uh, I have no idea. It did expire in 2003. It was 800 ISO to begin with, but as we all know, the higher the ISO and the longer it's been from the expiration date, the quicker it... This isn't exact science or math here, so bear that in mind. The quicker it, it loses its photosensitivity. So I shot it around 100. There's no formula for figuring this out. It's just a feeling that I had. So okay. this past weekend, or two weekends ago for you listeners, I did the first day trip of the season, which is kind of a really early day trip for me. But I went out to Douglas County, Washington, and shot, oh, I don't know, five rolls and 25-ish sheets. I had, I've had some really wonderful luck with those. Uh, I'm just now developing the color. I did two rolls of color and I think four sheets of color. My black and whites have been, I've been very happy with them. Very, very happy with my black and whites. But my color shots, I, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm, uh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, question, how <laughs> far, like how far of a drive is that? About three to four hours, depending on where I'm going to be hanging out. Okay. Uh, sometimes okay. five. I think there's about five from like the the furthest away that I was. Okay. Yeah, it's worth it. So what it. time it's... are you leaving? In the morning? Yeah. Uh, left probably four o'clock in the morning. And then once it starts getting lighter longer, like, lo like much more light, we get a lot of light up north because we get a lot of dark up north. So on, on in the summer, we get a lot of light. So mm -hmm. I can wake up at three and it's almost light. You know, it's, it's a little bit of twilight coming over the Cascades. And so wow. by the time I get out there, it's just full light. And then I can shoot till 9 or 10 o'clock at night because it's still light, and that's wonderful. Yeah, that uh, I will generally, I will generally uh, uh, camp at that point. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we've got commercial signs, so uh, we will be right back after we wash up. We'll return after these messages. Music stirs you up. Money for nothing. Music shakes you out. 
Music takes hold of you, and when it's good, it doesn't let go of you. The Columbia Record and Tape Club can help you get a lot more music. Just find our ad. It's in your Sunday paper. Pick any 11 records or tapes for a penny and see how to get even more music free. Bruce Springsteen, Madonna, Dire Straits, Phil Collins, hundreds more. All the music you love. The Columbia Record and Tape Club. No one else gives you so much for so little. 11 albums, one cent. Find our ad in Sunday's paper, take it to your mailbox. You'll get a lot more music. You'll get a lot more life. Look in your Sunday paper and favorite magazines. We are back. Hello. Welcome Hi. back. <laughs> so you're all washed up. I am, yeah. I am. I so uh, what, what have you got over there? Well, I, again, the two rolls. Of, so let's pull them out and see what we got going on. First roll is going to be Ektar. Okay. Okay. So no, no crazy, no wild horse in the, I think that's on the, the next roll. Okay. But I do have the hairless dog. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the hairless dog friend, which if you guys followed my story, I found like at least like three of them in town and I wanted to take them all home. I love them so much. <laughs> it's my new favorite. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, th these are cool. Um, I thought it would be kind of cool to shoot uh, some plants and things with Ektar. Uh, so I'll be excited to scan that. All right, let's let's get this next one going. I have images. <laughs> I have negatives, you guys. <laughs> I do. Oh, very purple. <laughs> Who knows what they're gonna actually look like? But I got a full roll, baby. Nice. Yeah. Very excited. Not not excited to scan it. No, Anybody want to come not. over and scan these for me? <laughs> more than welcome to. Nice. <laughs> okay. How about you? What you got? I, I have I have images, which is kind of cool. Ooh, yeah, it's always okay. oh, it's always a crapshoot with this old color film. Um, yeah. Weird thing. I I only got six on this roll, and uh, it's a it's a two by three or a six by nine camera, so I should get okay. eight. And so the last two are missing, except that. Um, I remember the last shot that I took with this, and it's there. So I don't know what happened. I'll have to <laughs> scan that, and, and I don't know what's going on. So there's a big blank space at the, at the at the back of the film, and it doesn't seem like any of the photos are overlapping, though. So I don't know what's going on. I am going to assume magic, but more than likely what happened was I thought I was finished with the role and wasn't. So... Um, what about, like, uh, can you shoot the camera with a slide in? You sure can. Ooh, maybe that's what happened. I bet that's probably what happened because what I'm remembering as the last picture, it's probably not my last picture. So, <laughs> yeah, more than likely that's what I did. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm just a big old dummy. Tiffin has that issue too, right? She does, yeah, yeah. That's why she shoots the Hasselblad and not the RB67. Well, maybe you need to get on Fit with Film and talk about this blender. <laughs> We, you know, it's color. Color is very difficult to see in the negatives, you know, see like what's there. So why don't we go through time and send it to the futures and see what they have to say about the images that we just developed for them. Okay. Take it away, guys. <laughs> Hello from the future. Ooh. Ooh. So I guess we are here to talk about our photos and the, the big, the big, 
draw is obviously Vanya's photos. Oh, please. Oh, please. But my photos, let's go really quickly with mine. Uh, they were no, taken- they're amazing. Come on. Tell me. Tell me. Well, hurry. they're taking with the Graflex Super B23. It's kind of a weird box camera. Maybe I'll put up a picture of it since most people probably don't know what it looks like. I need to learn how to focus. And that doesn't mean just focusing the camera. It means focusing on taking the damn picture. <laughs> I did some – I just forgot to focus on a couple of these, and I don't know why. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Uh, I focused on the tree branches of one, and honestly, not really sure what I was thinking, though I do like – if the if were just the tree branches, I do like that. So I think I may do something like that when the, the apple blossoms start coming out. I will, I will do something like that. So that's my plan. Uh, Developing-wise, I did Fuji NP2800, which is an old – Weird, one of the weird Fuji films from from back in the '90s. The colors are lovely. I really this is this is a a film for the golden hour and pretty much only the golden hour. There's a shot I took of a cl- closer to noon and it just looks weird. And there's some purple in it for some reason. And <laughs> I think it's just not enough light. I think I didn't give it enough light. So it needs light. It probably should have been rated at uh, I rated it at a hundred. Probably should have rated it at fifty. Okay. But yeah, eh, they're pretty, sure, but they're not yours. So tell me- No, a- no, they are beautiful. I really, really like them. And honestly, this camera makes the best border ever. <laughs> okay, that is true. Yeah, the, these are the, the best film border I've probably ever seen. I mean, I'm absolutely biased because I really like my 2-3, so of course I want I want Eric to really like his 2-3 also. <laughs> I like it. I like the camera quite a lot. Uh, it's really, really fun to shoot. Yes. I'm still getting used to the lens. I was expecting a more interesting bokeh, but it is not an interesting bokeh. It's, oh, gosh. It's just, um, yeah, this camera, it needs uh, a shallow depth of field to make it look nice. Eh, it's okay. And if- because he's not focusing, it all looks pretty shallow. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, apparently focusing, very important. So, speaking of focusing, let's talk about your photos. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, I developed Fuji also, so this is kind of sad oh. because <clears throat> Fuji Fuji Color is just something special, and it just makes me think how sad it is that they won't be making Fuji Color anymore. Well, they—I mean, we don't know that, I guess. Yeah, we—they aren't yeah. making it in in uh, they aren't making it in one twenty anymore. Is that right? Yeah, or two twenty. Oh, yes, or 220, yes. I need 220. So I cross-processed this roll, which I'm sure people will roll their eyes. (laughs) I don't think our listeners are those kinds of people. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad I did because it was a very good choice. The pictures came out absolutely wonderful. Um, I think I had this at 50 ISO. Okay. And I I took your advice and- and shot it at 500th of a second. <laughs> yeah. Because I have a problem with um, shooting at fast speeds for some reason. I'm just not used to it. So I just don't use them. And um, hey, when you're shooting surfing or action photography, you should probably kick up that speed a little. So, um, Well, I think one of the reasons that we're both hesitant on using faster speeds, apart from being used to having the old cameras, is that the old cameras, the faster speeds just didn't work. Yeah. So why yeah. bother with them? But we're remedying that. 
Yeah, we, we have are. we've got shutter shutter speed testers coming from I Romania. Know. So that's so exciting. Yeah, we're going to be doing a full on review of these and and like how to use them and if you sh- if you need them. But that's not now. Let's go back to Vanya's photos. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I absolutely love. I just have to say really quick the border. It says Fuji wrap on it, and it I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would I would implore our <laughs> listeners to come up with a Fuji wrap. <laughs> and then never tell us about it because that's probably going to be awful. But go on again. You, I'm uh, looking at. I'm looking tones, at colors. Yeah. I mean, where do I start? I don't know. It's just well. Uh, this is my magic roll from the trip. I would agree. Uh, let's start with the non-human that you photographed. Okay. You have a pelican skimming the water. Yes. And you caught this on one five hundredth of a second, and this is maybe the least. Um, as far as colorful goes, it's the least colorful of the shots you're sharing, but mm-hmm. it is just damn cool because it's a pelican skimming the water. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I got him. I was so excited. It's it's odd because I think there's a surfer behind him, so it looks like maybe it looks like his feet, but it's not. Yeah, and it looks like a little stand, is, like you have a, like a little model of a pelican. Yeah, it's weird. And I could see how maybe with this shot, um, doing some Photoshop work and erasing that little spot would probably be something I might do. Okay. You're morally, uh, that's a gray area for you. It's not for me. If I don't like something in the photo, whether it's lint or whether it's something that was there when I took the photo, sometimes I'll take photos knowing that I'm going to Photoshop things out of them. I just don't care. Yeah. They're, they're my photos. Yeah, I don't know. I just get weird about it. Yeah, <laughs> I just want it to look the way that it came out of the camera, I guess. Mm-hmm. I want it to look the way it looked in my mind. <laughs> so your other ones, you've got two uh, with the surfers very tiny in the middle. One is mm-hmm. very green. One is very blue. Was that because of like time of day or what was the, what was going on there? Honestly, I think just a very slight angle change. Oh, with the sun? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then your other two, one is green and one is blue again. Uh, and they are different mm-hmm. angles. You can tell that. Mm-hmm. And the one that is just like totally capturing me is the one with the woman who's surfing. You can see her board. And there is a splash of water coming in at her from the left, coming in from behind her. Mm-hmm. That is probably my favorite shot that I've seen so far from your trip. Yeah. Take that, Pelican. Okay. It's weird to say that. Like, <laughs> I know that. I should be happy with the photos I take, and I usually am, but I am like beyond stoked with this role. This role, I decided to stay up till midnight scanning it because I didn't want to let it sit out and get lint on it overnight. And I was so excited to like, remember when I was saying I hate scanning? Yeah, I do remember that. Last night, I didn't hate it that much because everything that I was scanning, I was like so excited to see. (laughs) One of the cool things about this camera is that if you like something, you can see what you did because your camera prints your settings on the film, like in the border, not on the picture, Mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah, it'll tell you by settings. So yeah, it's this is uh, number seven Mm -hmm. on the roll. Manual, one five hundredth, five point six. It's very helpful. Really helpful. It is. It's awesome. Yeah. It makes my life more, or- <laughs> my unorganized life a little bit more organized because I can see what was working and what was not. Yeah. Um, if I was, if I came back to this place, I would shoot the same shot. I would probably uh, shoot it at F8 uh, because the sun was behind me. 
Okay. And I probably could have got a little bit of a richer color, but um, the other stuff, the sun was like kind of in a bad spot, possibly because of the time of day that I was shooting, but also like, you know, where the sun is just in general and how the point is directed. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of like harsh shadows on people's faces. There's not like a lot of information there, but uh, as far as like, just like a dramatic scene, the the colors are so rich and creamy and velvety. It's, I don't know what's better than ocean water and film photography. It's like yeah. a map made in heaven. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you at all. Uh, for me, it's, it's sunlight on grasses, like thick grasses, captured mm-hmm. on black and white. Yeah. You know, that has a certain fuzziness, fuzzy sharpness to it. Fuzzy sharpness. I think that's the same thing you're talking about with the water, too. It is. There's a fuzzy mm-hmm. sharpness to it. Like, there's, it's sharp, but it, there's still, like, a fuzzy plushness to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the one that's marked 20, that yeah. one has that fuzzy sharpness. <laughs> oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> I love shooting in the water. It makes me so excited. Honestly, new goal is to just travel around the world and take pictures of surfers in the water. They can just pay me to come with them and I will shoot them. That sounds like something could absolutely happen. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I grow weary of the future. Let's huh. send this back to the past. Okay. Okay. <laughs> thank you, future Eric, and thank you, future Vanya. You are a gentleman and a scholar. I'll let you sort out which one is which. <laughs> so I guess that, that kind of that kind of does it for us here. Yeah. We learned a little bit about your trip yeah. and uh, a little bit about mine. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess we all learned a little bit of something. I think we're all here, very we? excited to start, like, living life <laughs> a little yeah. bit more outside and um you know if you're being safe and careful i don't see why not so sure let's just uh i don't know be nice to each other love each other that's a good idea help each other out. that's also a good idea yeah i don't know why i'm getting so gushy over here no so we will see you all in a week for a main episode And in two weeks for another exciting episode of Dev Party. And on that, we will hopefully be developing and talking about orthofilm. And what is it? Why is it ortho? What does all of that mean? And why in God's name would you shoot orthofilm when we don't have to? So we will leave that all in suspense. And until then, we are Eric and Vanya from All Through a Lens. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you very soon. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Calls and Lou Grant will return next Monday evening at their regular times on most of these stations.